This is Music Radio Creative, episode 37. Hello, this is Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about formatting music radio. What is it? Do we need it? And some examples of how you can format your own playlist. All coming up. Music Radio Creative. Hello, it's Mike here for another podcast, and thank you very much for giving up your time to listen to this episode. And I'd like to answer a question that's come in from Leo on this episode, who says, Mike, could you talk a little bit about the formatting on music radio? What it is? Do we really need it? Give some examples, like how often to play jingles and idents, etc., on the radio. And particularly, Leo is looking at internet radio and formatting his own internet station. Well, Leo, the first thing I would say to this is that many of the principles that used to apply and still do apply to traditional radio are fast changing because of the fact that you can go to on-demand streaming services now and create your own playlist of whatever you want to listen to. So more and more now in today's world, if you're setting up a radio station online or happen to be programming a traditional radio station, it's absolutely essential to get this programming right, to hook in listeners and to keep them listening. So I hope you're going to enjoy this episode. It's all about music formatting and the right places to use jingles on radio stations. If you fancy that, keep on listening. If not, just fast forward and I will speak to you on the next episode. So let me take you back, way back, to my first days in radio, when I first started as a volunteer at hospital radio. They were technical enough to have a basic computer, the first hospital station I started at, uh, which had this beautiful piece of music programming software called Selector for MS-DOS. Yes, that's right. If you worked in radio, particularly in the music programming side of radio, I'm sure you'll have... I'm sure you'll have at some point touched the keyboard in front of Selector. Uh, well, it had various different music categories, and the best way to describe these uh, was that they were simply given a letter of the alphabet, yeah, A, B, C, D, all the way through to Z, or Z, as I would say, because, of course, I'm from Britain, and each different letter would be assigned to a different style of music. So let me try and explain that for you. The A was quite simply the A-list. You've probably heard of that if you've looked at music playlists online for popular stations like BBC Radio 1. They've got an A-list, and that's the top tracks that they're playing at the moment. The A-list consists of a very tight amount of current songs that usually rotate every three to four hours, which is why you'll often hear music radio presenters complaining about the fact they're always playing the same music. Well, the truth is, they are. But the reason a radio station has an A-list is because listeners aren't constantly listening to that station, but every time they switch on their favourite radio station, they want to hear their favourite music again and again. So this is the music that your listeners are going to hear the most. It has to be updated regularly, often weekly, to keep it fresh and keep it changing constantly to match your listeners' taste. Next in the alphabet would be the B list. This would be similar to the A list, updated regularly again, and usually these songs will come around two or three times a day, so not as much as the A list. And then if you want to go really deep, sometimes this is reserved for alternative radio stations or stations that have a wider scope of music. The C-List is, again, a current list of music, but that doesn't rotate as much as the A or B list, and you'd probably hear a C-List track every day or two. 
The next category that I remember deeply from my hospital radio days was the H category, and it was known as the hold category. This is simply a deep coffin of music that the music programmer doesn't want to play on the radio station, but doesn't know what to do with, and maybe one day wants to return to that track and put it back on the playlist. So if you don't want a track in your database to play out, have a reserve category like H for hold to put your music into and know that it's not going to schedule on the air. I is a big category in music scheduling, and it stands for image songs. Yes, the radio station's image. What image do you want to give us a radio station? Are you a rock station? In which case you should be putting Ozzy Osbourne, Deep Purple, Jimi Hendrix, and more into your image songs. They're usually powerful songs placed at powerful points in the hour to hook listeners in and remind them that they're listening to their favorite radio station. Typically, image songs will come out of breaks and at crucial times in the hour, but not at the top of the hour, which of course is the moment just after the news bulletin usually on a music radio station. This time, just after a news bulletin and a jingle and getting back into the music is reserved for the O category, which stands for opener songs. And this can be a large list of powerful tracks that can come straight out of a long speech break, usually for the news. And it's just to kickstart the hour and really encourage and hook your listeners to keep on listening. After having so much speech, they want to get back into a great track. And that's why O for opener is a great category to reserve for your top of the hour track. The other major categories I've found in music scheduling come to R, S and X. R stands for recurrence. These are your typical old trusty tracks that you absolutely love, wouldn't want to lose from the playlist, and you want your listener to hear every few days or so. So maybe you're a middle-of-the-road adult contemporary station, you want to have things like the Pet Shop Boys on there, Deacon Blue, a few Rolling Stones tracks, those good old trusty tracks that when you hear them time and time again, you know you and your listener are going to absolutely love them. S stands for spice. Now, not every radio station has a spice category or needs one, uh, but certainly at my first hospital station, we had one because we were appealing to a wide audience. This is where you put the silly songs on that really brighten up a playlist. In much of commercial music radio, there's not really a need for a spice category, and many music programmers see the spice category as a dangerous turnoff to the mainstream. So be warned against using the spice category too often. And then X is for Xmas, or Christmas, I should say. You just stick in all your favourite Christmas songs, and then once every year, switch them on, usually around the end of November, start of December, and start spicing up your playlist with Christmas music. So what have I told you about in this podcast so far? I've told you all about the typical music scheduling categories that you can have for your own radio station. And remember, there are music scheduling experts out there who would have far more knowledge than me and be able to talk for hours about scheduling music on a radio station. But I hope what I've just told you has given you a brief overview and perhaps some ideas on how to program your own radio station. Remember, what I've just told you is not the way to program a music radio station, but it's a way to program a music radio station. And if you would like to head over to the show notes to this episode at musicradiocreative.com slash podcast and leave a comment, I'd be delighted to hear your input and perhaps your alternative way of programming your own radio station. Now let's get into radio jingles. A jingle after every song? I think so. It's a good typical way of branding your radio station. But back in the day, particularly in music radio in the United Kingdom, we'd play a jingle after every song. We'd stop the song, we'd play a jingle, and then we'd go into another song. And the reason for doing that is to make sure there's no doubt in your listeners' mind who they are listening to. And still, to this day... 
2013, at the time of recording this podcast, Rajar exists in the UK, which is a diary-based reporting service. So radio stations rely on people filling out diaries in order to measure their audience in the traditional radio listening landscape. That's why still, here in the UK, we interrupt music to tell you who you're listening to. Now, of course, this is not the rule, and some radio stations segue songs back-to-back without any jingles. Personally, I've never been a fan of this. I think that radio imaging and branding should be there on your radio station. It helps to add the personality, and I believe it's an essential part of a radio station. But in the United States, something really interesting is happening with PPM. Now, that's a personal people meter, and it's a much more advanced method, from what I understand, of measuring listeners to commercial radio. So you want to keep the songs flowing much more because you don't want people to switch off. You want people to know what they're listening to, but they don't have to write it down in a diary. It's simply electronically reported. And this is where now you're finding radio stations are getting more into creating power intros, which are music tracks with the station imaging incorporated into the intro. I'll link to some examples in the show notes to this episode. So be sure to head over to musicradiocreative.com slash podcast. This is an excellent and contemporary way of branding traditional radio stations in the current market. And I think you're going to see more and more radio stations around the world, particularly in the UK, using power intros to brand the radio station, but keep the flow of music going. And finally, remember, if you've got some comedy liners or special liners for your radio station that say something of particular interest, rotate them heavily to make sure they don't burn out. And also, another tip, get new stuff made often to keep your sound fresh. Well, there you go. Some tips on music scheduling and jingle placement for radio. I hope this podcast has been of use to you. And if you've got your own ideas on music scheduling and how to place jingles on your radio station, then I would love to hear from you in the comments to this episode. Simply head over to musicradiocreative.com slash podcast and share with me your ideas. I'm Mike Russell, and I'll speak to you on the next episode of the Music Radio Creative Podcast. Music.